If you're looking to buy or sell a home, call Katrina Fields of Remax Elite Realty to get your process started. Not sure what your house is worth? She will do a free market analysis. Not sure how to get approved? She has lenders ready to get the process started. As a top realtor in Kentucky, she knows the market and the area. Give her a call or text today, 859-200-5009. Again, call Katrina Fields with Remax Elite Realty at 859-200-5009. What's up, everybody? It's Logan, your host of the FS Sports Podcast, coming right after, well, not right after the Super Bowl, a day or two after the Super Bowl uh, victory by the Rams. I was a Rams fan, but I'm actually feeling conflicted because I was sitting there in my Rams gear hoping that the Bengals would win. Uh, I was conflicting. I've never felt that way before watching sports, but I think that's reverse psychology. How I'm going to do it from now on is where the team I don't want to win, I'm going to wear their gear. And I think it's going to actually do me good to actually see teams that I want to win, but I just have to commit to the other team. I think that's just how it's going to go. Uh, first of all, our wait, we have to put our condolences to Adrian. He, uh, Adrian, you said that Odell was going to win the MVP, and he blew out his knee. I feel happy for Odell, but the dude just... just I, I'm happy seeing him happy, and I'm glad he won his Super Bowl, but I wish he got to play that second half because he was on his way to being the MVP. I'm telling you, bro, it was the most like destroying thing to see whenever I saw him clutch his knee, bro. It was so bad. I was like, oh, my gosh, no, not my MVP, man. When he caught that first touchdown, I was like, yep, that's it right there, bro. If he keeps that up all game while they're holding on to cup, that that was it, man. That was his MVP game right there. And after that, it was just like, man, the game changed. It, it just really, like, was just devastating to see. But, you know, yes, we are happy for Odell. I mean, he's he's been in the league a while now and, you know, playing in different franchises and coming up to, to L.A. now. It's 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 a good feeling for, you know, fans of his. And so I, I'm, I'm happy for him, man, either way. You know, it just it just really sucked to see him go down, like, that early. You know what I'm saying? So, but, man, he was my MVP. I, I was going to be so happy once the game was over, but now it's just, it is what it is. Cup like deserves it, you know. He really does. But yeah, this, and this, I feel like knee, knee injuries are one of those things for sure. That if you see, if it doesn't look bad, it's bad. Now, if it looked like Joe when he went down, I was like, oh man, he's out, and he right. came right back. I was, he literally had a three hundred pound lineman rolled up on his leg, oh, and wow. he he came back and finished the game. Odell had nobody hit him. And those are the kind of injuries you hate to see because nobody hits him. And he, uh, as soon as he was, I was like, he's done for the rest of the game. He's done. That's he's, he might not even be ready for next season because of how late this happened. Right. But it's tough, man. It's tough to see him because he was being Odell in that game. And then he just came up short. I mean, his, his his leg came up short. (laughs) Damn, I mean, the, the, the dude, the dude, the dude like couldn't that. finish it, man. He was, he got, he got all the way to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Had to quit the Browns in the middle of the season to get there, and and he, I hate it, but I'm happy that he got to celebrate his Super Bowl, man. And I'm not it. sure if I can mention this, uh, uh, but like you know, I we we can't do like uh, betting in Texas, you know, um, but I do I do DraftKings lineups, 
and I had him in my captain lineup. You know, he was my captain. He was making me money. And it yeah. just, oh, bro. <laughs> it yeah. Just, no. Those kind of competitions are fun. But they, I've been there where you're killing it with your captain and he goes down or he just stops producing. I did not know he was the captain of your team. And that sucks, bro, because you had to be winning. You had to be doing well there at the start of that game. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, even then, and, you know, the combination of just him and then, like, other players as well, um, you know, Joe Mixon throwing it to, what, T. Higgins right there? Like, yeah. that 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 was a big money play, too. And I and I really I really was, was hoping for, you know, something to happen. And after that, you know, I, it just went downhill. So, I mean, what, what else? What else can we do? But, you know, you know, it, it happened. It happened. You know, it's, the game is over now. I'm not going to dwell on it, but it, it, it was it was a good game overall. And I, I really enjoyed it. You know, yeah, I enjoyed the game, but I went into this game telling people that I didn't care who won. I didn't care whether Cincinnati or the Rams won. And I wanted the Rams to win all season. But knowing that Cincinnati was there, I didn't. I found myself pulling for the Bengals at the end to win it because I've got so many friends and family that would be excited. And that whole fan base, I thought that whole city was going to burn down. That's that's how excited people were. We had people from our church that were in Cincinnati on the street partying, like just having fun, celebrating every touchdown. And they had to feel so close, but they got, I mean, and my dad said it, watching the 49ers beat them in the two Super Bowls, they they came up short. They did the same thing in, against the 49ers. They got beat on the last second drive or the last drive of the game by the 49ers, and they did it the same way against the Rams. So then Jared, he he's right. He He's right. He came in and Cooper Cup got the MVP. I've been dying to come in. No one said my name. No one even knew I was here. I was ready. Wow. Cooper uh, Cup won the MVP. <laughs> I called it on the last did, drive. Well, second to last drive, last drive of the Rams. Goes out, does his thing, ends up winning MVP, scores a game-winning touchdown. I Sacrifices Eli Apple during the process. Of course, of course, it was against Eli Apple. Man's burnt. Man, man, man is you know how you know there's that meme where it's burnt toast. Now, he's a burnt yeah. apple pie. Yeah, fried apples, bro. Yeah, fried he's, apple, he's gone. Yeah, like, he's gone. He. The dude, the dude has been torched by the whole NFL in in the past three days. Awful. So, I don't, I don't, <laughs> I don't know what we're gonna do with uh with Eli Apple, but they can't bring him back. Not Man. after. Oh my god! I mean, did you go to Twitter and see all the freaking slander he got? Like from everybody in the NFL, everybody in the <laughs> NFL, and nope, and, you know, just average Joe's just. Every single body in the planet was just like, yo, what are you doing? Like, what happened? Like, you're talking all this mess and you can't back it up and you just got absolutely destroyed there. It was it, it this is crazy, you know, just to see just a slander from every single body, bro. I, I mean, what 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 can you do at that point? Like as a as a player who 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 came up like that and then you know, just having to give up something so huge in in a big moment like that, you know, it, it was so it was so crazy to see. But you know, it 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 was it was fun. You know, it was fun to see Cup going out there and just do his thing at the end of the game. You know, it, him and Matthew Stafford, genius geniuses. By the way, have we even brought up the score yet? No, nah, we the all Ram, the Rams the won. What was it? Twenty three to twenty. Twenty three twenty. What a ball game from start to finish. It was kind of slow. But 
you know, 43 total points in a Super Bowl being 23 to 20 with a game winning touchdown. Defense was fantastic on both ends. You can't ask for much more. I mean, we'll talk about the halftime show later, but wow. Does the entire Super Bowl in general, besides the commercials, because they were kind of slacking, mm-hmm. but the entire game, the halftime show, everything about the the stadium and the atmosphere in general was electrifying. It was so good. Top notch. One of the best Super Super Bowls in a while. Besides, you know, the you got the Seahawks pick and you know the twenty-eight to three Falcons and Patriots. Of course, it's always the Patriots, but you know th- this game just in general from just uh, a performance-based game, which we said it was going to be. We knew it was going to be close. We knew yeah. it was going to be fun and entertaining from start to finish, and it was. All right, the final score was twenty-three to twenty, but I never felt like one team was way out ahead. Besides how the Bengals played in the start of the second half, I mean. Right. And that was just ba- basically the Rams' mistakes. They were making mistakes. They threw a, a pick, and then, I mean, honestly, the refs made a mistake, too. The, the oh, T. Yeah. Higgins uh, took off Jalen Ramsey's head, so then he, got, <laughs> then he got away with it, got a touchdown. So it honestly felt like the Rams kind of started the second half with bad luck, but then it didn't get too far out of hand. I mean, that defense, we all know how good the Rams defense is. They stepped up and they, they finished it out. Right. Uh, so like, yeah, I, I, I was, you talking about that, you know, when the first, that first play of the third quarter, it's just like, what the heck just happened? Like, and then they showed the replay, like that, that was a big blatant call missed. And you, you have to think about why, why, why wouldn't, they call that, and then you know, at the end of the game, there were you know there was a, there was a couple flags that th- was thrown out there as well. Um, but then you know, starting starting the second half, you know they they looked like they were going to come out hot. They're going to go all 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 shoes um all shoes laced up and ready to go. But um at the same time, you know after that, <clears throat> you know throughout the whole game, it was pretty clean, um for the most part. So I mean, like again, you know the the factor of everything going into the the game and everything like that. We we saw a, a fairly clean game with nothing, um, you know, to hinder the the time the time play of everything. So I, I really appreciated that the refs really almost kind of let them play all the way. Yeah, I I really liked that they let them play all all the way until what was it like the final like seven minutes of the fourth quarter, and then they were just throwing flags left, right, center. Like there was uh, that pass interference called on Logan Wilson where he deflected the ball away from Cooper Cup there at the goal line. Yeah, any other game, that would have been called. That was, that was clean. Yeah. They, I think they just got super flag-heavy, and as soon as they seen an opportunity, they just felt like throwing it. And I, I think – I mean, luckily it didn't ruin the game, but it, it very well could have changed the outcome. We don't know, but, I mean, it, it, it could have. And that's why I think they should just continue to let them play. Now, there was, you know, a foul in the back of the end zone where I don't remember who it was, maybe Bond Bell or somebody hit Cooper Cub and killed him. I gave him a concussion. And <clears throat> that probably should have that, that should have been a foul. But I mean, other than that, there was not a whole lot of fouls called. And I'm really glad that the refs decided to let them play. Just let the talent just play out the way it was and Obviously, they did have that missed call that you were talking about, Adrian, where it was that face mask on the first play of the third quarter. 
Right. Like that was obvious. I don't know how they missed it, but you know, so it was just eventually so, they had to find a way to get a makeup call. I guess it was just it was just so fast in the moment they just really couldn't see it at the time. But you know, <clears throat> it's hard to it, miss though. It, sure, but you know, I, I I feel for the ref sometimes. You know, they they have to they have to manage this game from start to finish, and just to see that 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 immense pressure from refing a game. I, I don't know how they, they 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 do it all year. So you know they 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 have to learn these new rules and and things when when it comes out. So you 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 just kind of you just kind of have to see it for what it is. Um, we're not on in their shoes. Um, for the most part, uh, a very good job at at, at showing how how they can run a Super Bowl. So I, I think I think they should uh, they continue to uh, do uh, good and and make sure that we we get these types of games going forward yeah i'm always so. a big fan of games that are called less with like less calls i think that i actually seen that twice over the weekend with the kentucky game when kentucky played um over the weekend there was not a whole lot of calls on either side it felt more free-flowing more fun and i think the super bowl was mostly the same way up until the last minute of it and i mean the logan wilson he did tug a little bit on cooper cup but nothing more than what happened for the rest of the game i kind of wish they would have picked that one up but the other foul calls were fouls, and I, I, I definitely think that they were uh, PIs and holding. But I just wish the Logan Wilson one. Logan Wilson played great. He played great all game, and I don't think that that was anything more than what had happened the rest of the game. So I think that was about the only bad call. The I mean the Jalen Ram well the T Higgins tugging on a, a Jalen Ramsey's face mask was a little bit of a it, it was a missed call. But I mean it honestly happened so quick that. He barely like kind of hit his face mask and his head turned to the side for just a second, but Jalen Ramsey snapped it back so fast that they might have not noticed it till it was too late. So it was it's one of those things that's just super bang bang. If he didn't really see it happen at the moment, then then it it was a harder call to make. But I think overall, I think it was a really very well called game. Yeah, I agree with. Do you think Jalen Ramsey kind of played that off, kind of like a not necessarily a flop like in basketball, but kind of was like trying to portray it as something much worse than it was. Yeah, I think definitely. I think definitely you, you do that in any sport to try to get your call and get an advantage over. He did kind of have bad positioning on T. Higgins. Honestly, yeah. he looked like he was going to the ground, so that might be another thing that they were looking at, as in, was Jalen Ramsey going to be able to make a play on the ball either way? I mean, I, I still right. think he'd probably throw it, but, but I don't... It was one of those ones that I was okay with them missing... But it could be just for the fact that I was kind of pulling for Cincinnati at the time, right? And I'm <clears throat> sorry, uh, yeah. You know, I'm generally like, you know, I, I'm a Ramsey fan. I, I like the way he plays. You know, he he talks his talk and he he backs it up for the most part. But I think this game was probably his worst game to date. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, and you know, I they uh, I think they said that he gave up what 160 yards or something like that. Yeah, it was, it was up there. He was getting, he was getting Whoa. torched by both, by uh, by both Jamar Chase and T. He got torched like, he by, by he got torched by Chase on the last play of the game. I mean, you you can look and Jamar is past him and Ramsey's on the ground. If Burrow had yeah. another second touchdown, it's a touchdown bingo. Yeah, well, and it's painful. When I like, seen that picture. When I seen that picture, I I was heartbroken because obviously you know I wanted the Bengals to win. Uh-huh. If if it would have ended that way, just like the Minneapolis miracle when Stephon Diggs caught that touchdown against the Saints, 
on the last play running down the sideline and the Super Bowl would have ended like that, it would be hard to not say this is one of the best Super Bowls ever. Yeah, for sure. Just for sure. from start to finish. Yeah. I mean, Rams, I mean, just back to y'all's I'm back to y'all's point. I think that Ramsey got cooked this game. He he definitely he ended up not playing his best game. He played good enough, but I mean, he's he definitely had probably his his worst outing that he's had in his career, in his great career. And he's still young, but he he absolutely oh, yeah. was getting torched by T Higgins and and Jamar Chase. Y'all still think he's the best corner in the league? Ooh. Um, I think he is. I mean, you know, w- one bad game can't set you aside to someone else cuz more mo- most likely those other corners are probably getting burned more than he is. Mm. Well, I mean, you obviously want to talk about the other side of the ball with Eli Apple for sure. But, <laughs> but yeah. aside, okay, let's talk about the other side for a minute. Um, you know, on the Bengals defensive side, of course, you, you, you want to talk about Apple the whole time, him getting, you know, burnt and whatnot. But at the same time, you see, you see all those guys out there. They did, they, they did play a good game altogether. Um, and you see that the score was not, as high as it, you know, as it could have been. Um, So on both sides, they did play a good defensive game. And I would like to mention that after the Rams field goal, when they went up, when when they were um, down 2016, they did not allow them to score any time after that at all. And they played so well in the second half. And that, that, that's what won them the game ultimately is because of that star power that they have on the defensive side, Von Miller and, 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 um, you know, even with Ernest Jones out there, he was all over the place. I was watching him, and he was absolutely everywhere. Yeah, so I think that definitely Cooper Cup deserved the MVP. But I think the most valuable unit was the defensive line, front seven for the Rams, because Burrow had no time. They they were in his face, all of them, and they they definitely did not make him uncomfortable or make him comfortable they 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 allow he tried to roll out so many times and he couldn't he could not get out right he couldn't do his joe burrow plays that we've seen him make throughout the playoffs where he rolls out and hits a a, hits a great pass and makes a great play and goes up and wins the game they never allowed that to happen he tried to do the same thing on the last sack by uh by uh aaron donald he couldn't he couldn't get out he they he they never let him get comfortable enough to give him the time to pass deep. His his throws were mostly short throws besides the obviously the one that was passing offensive pass interference, but they they never allowed him to get comfortable. They the combination of Donald, Floyd, and Miller, they were always there. They they definitely played a great contain. Miller definitely contained and Floyd Floyd got a great stack sack right up the center. But mm-hmm. but they definitely played contain and just let Aaron Donald push his way straight through the center. So I think they were the oh, best yeah. unit of the game. They definitely, oh, they yeah. definitely had their their X and X's O's. They had them right. So, so yeah, well, I, I think uh, coming into the game, like we said, uh, the pregame, the pre, you know, showing up for the matchup, uh, that episode, episode three. Um, whenever I brought up the stats where each team was basically identical on paper. Yeah. Like they were a good rush defense, both defenses. Uh, they shown that because neither team ran the ball particularly well. I think Mixon probably had the most rushing yards. Yeah, he had but, 72. You know, <clears throat> okay. 
Well, I, I do remember that Joe Mixon had like one carry, one run that was like 13 yards, and that was like the biggest rush of the game. Yeah, well, like 14 yards. Yeah, the, the longest. Yeah. Well, and then you've seen that both secondaries kind of struggled pat on pass defense, and it kind of turned out to, to fruition. Like it, it's just the way it worked out, and I think that's why it was such a fun game for most people to watch because both of these teams were exactly the same. And they'll both torch you in the exact same manner. Right. And, you know, it, it just showed out. And it's so much fun to watch. I'm, I'm still proud of the Bengals, though. You know, they, they played well. They did what they could. And this just goes out to show that the Bengals need to go out and get an offensive line. Yeah. I think that's about the only thing that they, I mean, that's, you know, a lot of teams go into the, into the year, like my Packers right now have to worry about a lot of things. We got to worry about in a lot of different positions. The Bengals mm-hmm. just really need to keep what they have, keep their core. They could do a little bit better on their secondary, but they if they mainly focus up that line, I think that they got a good enough team to to be back there next year. And honestly, for the next few years, they can be pretty dominant, especially in the playoffs. For sure, for sure. So. And this is a great NFL draft for front seven players, defensive side and offensive side, both linemen. That this is one of the best drafts that's come into in a while. So if the Bengals don't take an offensive lineman this year, or even another defensive line like an interior man, because they kind of lacks, you know, as like a defensive tackle, they kind of struggle there. But if they could definitely take one offensive lineman or two, they they could definitely be uh, on their way for an absolute dynasty. Yeah, and I'm looking right now at at free agents coming up. I mean, you have Orlando Brown for uh, for offensive linemen, just Orlando Brown. You have Teron Armstead. There's definitely a talent out there to get to shore up. I've actually seen a, a lot of things on Teron Armstead. Like, the a lot of Bengals players are trying to recruit Teron Armstead to the Bengals. Yeah. So I'm glad you brought that yeah, up. Yeah, and Ryan, Ryan Jensen. I mean, these are just great names that could definitely shore up an offensive line that I feel – and there's some corners out there too. So I mean, th- definitely this year it's full of corners and uh, and linemen, and that's the two things the Bengals got to have. I mean, I think they got great safeties. I think that they 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 got a good core, and this is a great class to load up on. So, mm-hmm. so, so they true. definitely could be back, and I, I think both these teams can be back. They just the Rams just have to do a lot of retaining what they got, and that that gets that comes to spending money. So and they uh, have no money. Yeah. Yeah, but it's easy to. And they have no picks. <laughs> hey, they went all out. It paid off, and they it paid off. I mean, yeah, that's man. all you want. You want at least one championship, and then just move on to the next year and work on it from there. And it, they they were successful this year. Shoot, I even they even said that um, Sean McVay was trying to retire too. Like they what they say he wants to retire. Well, he says he might, but I, I just don't. I don't think so. I think he says that because he's. That. Out. I think he goes and rests a little bit, and I think I mean he's thirty. I think he's thirty-seven years old. Yeah. Can you just imagine that him and LeBron are the same age? That just blows my mind. I, I can't imagine that. But it, I don't think he's going to retire. I mean, he could probably retire, and we'd still probably look fondly back on him. But I think he's still back for a while. Right. He's he's good, and I mean, he he probably has a lot of work cut out for him. But he knows he got to a Super Bowl with Jared Goff. He can do anything. So, yeah. so, 
I mean, Cincinnati came up real close. I mean, looking at these stats, I mean, the time of possession is literally a minute separating. Total yards is only eight sec or eight yards. I just, I think this was probably the most even Super Bowl we've seen in a long time throughout the whole game. The the only thing that really stands out, Cincinnati had two turnovers, and or they forced two turnovers, and the Rams had seven sacks though to even that out. So the defense really came up strong, but it was a great game. I thought I I think right. this was probably the best Super Bowl we've seen in a long time. Can I just say though that one of Matt, you know that that first interception that Matt Stafford had when he threw it at, at right before the two minute warning, I think Van Jefferson could have prevented that, you know, and, and helped Matthew Stafford out just a little bit because. I mean, he ah, of course, Matt. Matt was like, "Oh, go deep, like just I'm gonna I'm gonna throw it to you." But at the same time, you know, Van Jefferson, he was he was right, you know, he was right there. He he could at least made a play and you know prevented an interception for Matt Stafford. But I mean, you know, it happened. It's over now. Um, I'm not saying anything more or less. It it just I feel like he could only had one interception. Um, but you know that that was just one of those things where it just it happened in the moment. He just didn't know if he was gonna be able to get it or not, and and it just. It is what it is, and let's talk about um, when Cup when Cup tried to throw it to Stafford. I mean that that was almost a beauty. Yeah, they, they almost pulled it off too. Yeah, so he's. I mean, he almost got it. He he overshot it a little bit, but almost at the same time, he almost threw Cooper Cup or no Cooper Cup almost threw Matt Stafford into getting killed. I mean that line that that <laughs> defensive back was coming to kill Matt Stafford. So. Uh, I don't know whether Cooper Cup. He probably just should have throw it right at him, and hopefully he went down. It wasn't. It wasn't going to be no Philly special, but, but Cooper Cup was definitely not leading Matt Stafford in the right direction with that throw. All right. All right. The halftime show. Ooh, I thought it was the best halftime show I've ever seen in my life, and I think the inclusion of Fifty Cent was phenomenal. I mean, he, he's a little bigger than he used to be. Ever the internet's oh, giving him on. a hard time, but the the, the halftime show was great. I. I don't think I've seen anybody say anything negatively about this halftime show and it be a valid point because Dre, Snoop Dogg, 50 Cent, Mary J. Blige, Kendrick. I'm, I'm missing somebody. Eminem. If, Eminem. Uh, yeah. He was in Come on. I wish he would have performed longer. He's the one person I wish did more. But because I felt like I wanted, I guess, I don't know, maybe I just went in wanting so much out of Eminem. And he he just... I mean, you had six people. I guess you kind of got to divvy it up. But I really wanted to see a, str- a more out of Eminem, just because I, I guess I wanted more of his music. Right. Oh yeah. I, I wish Eminem would have went went on. Long. I wish the whole performance would have went on longer. For real. But so did Evan. I wish Christian. Eminem would have went on longer, and Mary J. Blige would have went a, bit, a little bit less. Just gave that time over to Eminem. But the, I, everyone was shocked when Fifty Cent came out hanging upside down. <laughs> yeah, like just like the classics. Yeah, he kept. Yeah, it, it was so good. Like I, everyone knew that this was going to be a killer halftime show. But I, honestly, it blew my expectations. Like that was unreal. By far, my favorite um, halftime show. Right. For sure. But I, I know a lot of people would say, "Oh, you know, Purple Rain by Prince in the rain," like. Yeah, sure. I, everyone's got their own opinion. Hey. But this one for me, even through my childhood, I listened to nothing but 50. I listened to quite a bit of Dre. Of course, you know, Snoop Dogg. But Eminem was like, Eminem and 50 were my two guys growing up. Like, I just listened to them so much. Yeah. And the fact that I was able to see them with the Bengals being in the Super Bowl, 
It, it was emotional. A man it was, was in super heaven. Cool, super fun. Everyone bobbing their head, listening to the music, no matter the age. You know, whether you're in your, whether you're a 16 year old, whether you're 50, or you're 30, everyone was rocking out. You know, I, I was at work and uh, I was talking to one of my my, my regular customers, and uh, <clears throat> you know, I, I I talked to them about the halftime show and everything like that, and he was like, "Yeah, dude." My kids didn't even know how gangster their dad was. They was like, dang, dude, they didn't know my dad. I didn't know my dad can cripple walk. <laughs> I was like, bro, come on, man. But no, man, like that that show was great. You know, the performances were great. Everybody did a great job. Um, the props were great. The dancers were great. Um, and I, I I may get a little flack for this, um, to, just to say something like this. Everybody had their own little moment and in their own little set list and, and everything like that. And they, they did, you know, they did their songs um, and their medleys. And it was like I said, it was great. But I felt like the the pop factor, the entertainment factor maybe could have been a little bit more, um, you know, up uprising. It wasn't bad. Like I said, it's not a bad halftime show at all. I just felt like something didn't really pop out to me as in like, wow, 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 wow. It was just, it was there and it was great, but I, I don't know. that That's just the way I see it. Um, and I, I, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to take anything away from the great legends of, of hip hop and rap and stuff like that. They are, they are amazing. They are on my top 10 of all time. Um, so I, I, I just felt like with that show, it was great. We, we, we could have seen a lot more than what we got, I think. Well, you're wrong. <laughs> yeah, I'm joking, I'm joking. I just think that, I think they were so tight in time constraint. That's why they had to, you know, make it a little bit shorter. But yeah, I wish they would have just let them go. I'm somewhere in the middle. I think that it was. I thought it was a great performance. I liked everybody. I think it could have been a little bit more like I don't know, energized. I guess is what I'm saying. I guess that's what I want out of it. It did seem like it lacked that umph, I guess that that Adrian's talking about. But I think that I think overall it was probably one of the better halftime uh, performances we've seen. I, Fifty Cent came out and it was a good little extra thing we got. I thought I thought the set was cool. It was definitely different than anything. I didn't know how they were going to incorporate it. The ending was cool with all six of them standing there. Kendrick just kind of hanging out. I thought it was great. I thought that was a great performance. But Jared, I'm gonna have to buck back. I'm gonna have to buck back. Okay, do it. Do it. I'm ready. Purple rain, print by Prince in the rain. It's still the best. I I don't care what you say. It's not gonna. It's not the dude. The dude was a legend for that, and he always will be. Sure, sure, that's fine. And I'm sure a lot of people probably sat on your side, but you know, I I do have one thing. One one thing with it though. With the whole, I keep forgetting that Kendrick Lamar was there. Yeah. If anyone had a very short amount of time to sing, it was him. And like he, he just wasn't noticeable at all. I don't know why. Maybe, maybe it's just me, but I don't know. I think I like Kendrick Lamar, and I wish I could have seen a little bit more of him too. But I think that once again, that goes to like the, the shortage of time that they had to have the have the well have the field. Well, so shooter shooter McPherson definitely enjoyed it. I mean, he didn't leave. Yeah, he he was every minute that he could of that. He he, he knew like, his job. Great. He knew his job was to kick, and he's like, "I'm gonna sit out here. I'm gonna enjoy this halftime show, and I'll go right back to kicking like I like I did." I mean, the dude. I mean he he's he's not missed a kick. He didn't miss the kick the whole person postseason. 
he, I think he deserved to sit on the bench and enjoy himself a halftime show. And him and uh, Van Jefferson probably had the biggest night with Van Jefferson literally having a kid two hours after the winning the Super Bowl. I mean, the dude had the biggest night. I, I mean, I'm I'm about to be a dad. I don't know how. I don't even know how you handle that night without having a heart attack. I, I, so much adrenaline. Th- yeah. I mean, his wife had to be taken out and he didn't even know. I mean, he, he gets to know that he's having a kid. Literally, you see him running out of the stadium and everybody's like high-fiving him and he's like, let's get out of my way. I got to go. <laughs> and then right. it, uh, congratulations to him. That has to be a wild night, though. I mean, he's, he, I mean, that's, I think it's kind of, it's probably less on him where it's his second kid, but it's still a wild night to have a kid right after winning the Super Bowl. Right, for sure, man. I mean, hey, what a, what a better way? You know, you get a ring and a baby, and you get to take care of, you know, your kids. And, and after that, you know, at the offseason coming up now. So, I mean, he, he's, he's got it made right now. Yeah, you think he's got it made. I think, like, the first words he said to his kid was like, hey, you being held by your Super Bowl winning dad. It's like, oh, yeah, it's like, here I am. Like, Super Bowl winning dad. You want to see this ring? <laughs> I mean, like, it has to be cool, though. I mean, that has to be one of the coolest moments of the NFL, or, like, the Super Bowl is the story of Van Jefferson besides him, you know, laying up a interception for the Bengals defense. <laughs> Let's forget. But overall, I mean, what was y'all's favorite moments from the Super Bowl? I mean, did you... I mean, I don't think I really wanted to... I don't really have... A, a moment to me where it was stood out. I think I just enjoyed the whole game. It was just a great game balanced throughout the whole thing. I think, I think the Super Bowl. I think the whole from the start to end was entertaining. Halftime show, everything. It seemed cool. For me personally, I think it's just the Bengals being there. Yeah, was the coolest part. Not necessarily anything particular in the game, but just being able to be like, oh, I'm sitting here. Watching the Super Bowl with friends, with family, and the, I'm watching the Bengals in the Super Bowl. Like I never thought that I would even say those words if I wasn't playing Madden. Yeah, like it, it's crazy that the Bengals are in the Super Bowl, and yeah, that that I, that for sure is the number one thing for me. It's it's not a play. It's not you know maybe it, it, if I had to choose something though. It would probably be seeing Odell and Aaron Donald getting so emotional that they finally was able to get a ring. Yeah, for sure. And hopefully Aaron Donald, you know, gets his respect that he deserves, the best player in the NFL. And Odell with a torn ACL, unfortunately, the same ACL that he tore last year. And, you know, seeing tears with emotion of – something that someone's worked so hard for is something really, really special. And to be able to see it happen with, especially Odell where he gets hurt and you know, he had tears in the, in the locker room. As soon as he went down to, he he was already crying. Like he knew. Yeah. What I mean, you could tell as somebody who like when he, I see, like you said, he's already went through that. He knew. Like he knew that pain, and he he knew that he wasn't gonna finish it out. You could tell the the anger and the like how upset he was laying on the ground. And I do think that's a, probably one of the best parts is the Rams have a bunch of stars that people actually love. You know, usually when you have the underdog against the the star team, you have a 
there's some people that don't like the stars, but the Rams were loaded with stars we love. They have Andrew Whitworth and Eric Weddle, who literally were like, this is it. Like, we know Eric Weddle just came out of retirement a month ago, comes in and wins a Super yeah. Bowl, plays actually very well in the Super Bowl. Him and they they asked Whitworth, they said, are you are you going to play another season? He goes, no. Tom, he said, Tom Brady just left me to be the oldest man in the NFL for two weeks. He's like, I'm, I'm done. I'm I'm not doing this again. He's like, and it's cool that Whitworth got to play against his old team in the Super Bowl. And he didn't leave the Bengals on a bad note, but it's still cool wow. that he's probably a Bengals legend and he gets to win and play them in the Super Bowl. It, it's pretty fun. I mean, the Bengals probably could have used him on the offensive line too. So I think For the, sure. the whole, the whole, I think, I don't think there was anybody not likable in the Super Bowl. And I think that that's probably one of my favorite parts is like Jared said, seeing all the cool superstars get their respect. They had, Aaron Donald, Weddle, all of them. Yeah. Cup. Yeah, Cup. Cup with Whitworth still the greatest the season fans. greatest season of all time. And Matt, I mean, wow. Matt Stafford is liked and hated by some people, but at the same time, he still probably deserves at least one ring. He played well. So I think that was my favorite part was just all the stars that and all the players on each team that put right. a pretty good Super Bowl. And yeah, before and- Adrian goes, I do yeah. want to say that Whitworth was – absolutely the oldest person on the field and he was also one of the best players on the field yeah i i don't think he even allowed a tackle the entire game like he was unreal he he showed out yeah i don't remember the edge of the Bengals ever getting past him so well it was trey hendrickson that was on his side and he didn't get beat once yeah. now sam hubbard got him got him a sack but on on whitworth's side trey henderson he struggled and whitworth just dominated him man honestly it, I didn't really have a favorite part either, man. Like, like you said, you know, I just enjoyed watching the game. You know, I was at my friend's house. We were watching it. He's a huge Rams fan. You know, it's, this man's from Cali and, you know, he's, he's all LA Rams, all this and that. So like, you know, it, it was kind of hard for me to not like, kind of like root for every play that happened, big play that happened um, on both sides of the ball, because like, I didn't want to upset him so much because I was like, I just want to see a good game, man. Like either way, you know, if, if the, the Bengals won, I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm sorry for for that they they lost man but it you know they they won and and it and you know I'm happy for him as a as a Rams fan he 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 deserves to have um another you know little championship you know um thing going on his way and stuff like that I even bought him an Aaron Donald jersey back in like uh, what is it maybe back in like 2018 or so um and he still has it you know and, and, and you know it's now it's you know it's even more deserving for him to have it because obviously you know okay maybe my favorite part was at the end of the game, at 43 seconds left, when when they got that stop, when when Burrow tried to throw it out after he was getting you know um, getting tackled, um, and he tried to get the uh, who's name P Rhyme, and um, you know af- after they got that stop, and I see him pointing on his ring finger, that was like the coolest thing ever because he was just like, yeah, this is mine now, you know, this is mine, this is my moment. So I mean, that that probably could have been my my most like like part about about the Super Bowl is just the ending of that. And then we want to talk about Eric Weddle. You know, obviously he played for my Chargers for years to come. And then after that, you know, he was just, um, you know, upset with the front office for not talking to him about the contracts and stuff like that. So I w- I'm happy for him as a player getting his ring. And, and you know, he deserves it, you know, at least one. Uh, I'm just sad that he didn't get it with us because we couldn't re-sign him into something and, and, and having disputes. And, you know, he telling his agent, like, don't talk to the Chargers front office ever again. 
you know, that type of thing. And he went to the Ravens, made Pro Bowls and stuff like that. And it was just it was just so kind of like, you know, bittersweet to see because he got his ring at the same time. Not with us. So it it it, it really it really hits me a little bit differently as, as a as a Chargers fan. So I, I, I think I think it was great to, to see it anyways. You know, I, I, and I've seen a lot of Twitter like, you know, banter about him. And I'm just I, I, I mean, I, I, I'm just in between. I, I don't care that he won with the Rams. I just, I just, I'm just glad that you know he deserves to be there. You know, as, as a player, he he did a lot of a lot of good things for the Chargers when when he played for us. So I, I appreciated it. Yeah, for the most I part. think another cool part is all the or all the players that went to um, the Rams from bad teams and went and won a Super Bowl. I mean, you have it's on both sides with Eric Weddle. I mean. You have uh, Odell. You have Matt Stafford. They would have never. They, yeah. I mean, they, there's a, so many people on all uh, Ramsey. I mean, you, you had them leave teams and then they all kind of made their oh They kind of made their own destiny in in one in L.A. I think that's awesome that we got to see those players win. I mean, you get to see, like Jared said, how much it meant to Odell and Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald holding yeah. that big old bear paw he has up saying, give me my ring. He he deserved it, dude. That, that dude, he played great. I mean, he had four tackles, two for loss, and then two sacks. The dude, the yeah. dude is nuts. And he Jared has told me, and I believed him, that Aaron Donald's the best player in the league. There's no player that you have to game plan three to four people around to say, it's going to take all four of you all to stop this guy throughout the whole game and they just stood up <laughs> there was nothing those Bengals guys could do at times and at times when it was one-on-one there's no way there was no way that those players could stop Aaron Donald he was getting his ring if he could have a say in it and right. I've said it in for years like for the last couple of years in in our group chat that every single time that they announce these like top 100 players or whatever Aaron Donald is always ranked like second or third he is the best player in the NFL there's not a single player in the NFL that makes more of an impact, including quarterbacks, than he does. Because Aaron Donald, you, every single time in the Super Bowl against the Bengals, every single time that he went one-on-one, he was in the backfield. Yeah. Immediately. It wasn't like, oh, give me like a, give me like one full second or two seconds. No. It was he pushed him back with one hand and then was free. Yeah. Everyone else was coming at like. It's unreal the things that he can do. Even when he's triple teamed, he just dominates. Uh, I've never witnessed a player better than him in any sport. And he pushes, he can push three people back into a quarterback. Even if he's not getting a sack, he's literally pushing people onto the quarterback. And the quarterback's like, there's nothing you can do as a team. Uh, there, there would have to be some offensive equivalent to Aaron Donald, and they just don't make that on an offensive line. They don't do it. Mm. There's nothing because if they could do that, you're going to be on the defensive line like Aaron Donald pushing back. So I, I do say another cool thing about being around Cincinnati is it was like Christmas on my way to uh, my parents' house to watch this game. There was nobody on the road. That there was nobody anywhere. It was like this whole region fell like was watching the Super Bowl. It was awesome. I think this was probably one of my favorite Super Bowls just as a fan of football. I just want to say this, man, one more time. OBJ was my MVP. 
Oh my god! Dang it, <laughs> dude! He does. Yeah, but my I, MVP choice won the MVP. I get it. Style. Yeah. Oh my gosh! But okay, and then also another thing: this game would have been so different if OBJ had stayed in the game. Like I said, it was this. This, this was just not the way it should have been. Yeah, I felt like it should it should have been a lot more different than this. But hey, look, man, they they the, like again the Bengals they did their they did their thing. They they stopped the run a lot of the times, and it it made for a lot closer game. I think, and then also with the Bengals' offense, I think Joe Mixon should have been used a little bit more. Yeah, should have been. Yeah, they put Joe. They utilized. put at the end of the game with that fourth and third and fourth down. It was P Ryan in the game. I don't understand that. I don't understand why you. They've been doing that all year, and that's why I've been mad at Zach Taylor because he should know better. Yeah, especially in this situation where you're in the Super Bowl, going for broke. Like you, this is a Super Bowl. <laughs> like there's a reason Joe Burrow when. You know, he did whatever he did to his knee while he was not coming out. He turned down the medical trainers, but, like, don't even bother. I'm going back in the game. Yeah. Like, when you are Joe Mixon, there's nobody in the world that should be coming in for you in the Super Bowl in this situation. Joe Mixon should have been the one to step up and be like, Piron, don't even think about it. Because it's not like Joe Mixon can't catch the ball. Like, Joe Mixon's got good hands, and he's the best runner on the team. He should have been in the game. And now, whether that made a factor, I don't know. But Joe Mixon, I'm blaming this on Joe Mixon, not Zach Taylor. Yeah. Joe Mixon needs to be – he's the captain. Yeah. He's been there longer than Burrow. He's been there longer than just about everyone on this team. He should have been the one to be like, no, I'm not coming off the field. I'm staying. This is my job. This is my team. Yeah, and I, I do think that Odell – was playing great. Cooper Cup still probably would have done his thing. I don't know if if Odell played in, stayed in. I I think that it probably would have been close either way. It would have been it would have been a close. I think probably what happens then is Matt Stafford wins the MVP because I don't I think I think Cup and Beckham would have split that that rest of that load and Stafford probably would have got the MVP out of it. But I got one more question. Did all three touchdown catches come against Eli Apple? Uh, what did who who did Odell catch his against? I think it was Eli Apple. And then, I think one was on Mike Hilton, no? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, the, yeah. Odell yeah. was on Mike Hilton. It was on Mike. Yeah, that yeah. was the first touchdown of the game. So I mean, that's yeah. just one that wasn't caught against Eli Apple. The rest of them were. So you got lucky there, Eli. Where Eli was burnt toast, bro. He's burnt. He's cooked. So. He had to go. He had to go put some more butter <laughs> on his stuff so he can, you know, get a little bit more crispy. And I, I know, I know that Adrian's upset about it, bro. I'm, I'm upset. But Odell, he could finish. He can still say he's a champion. He caught a touchdown in the Super Bowl, so yes, I'm happy sir, about sure. it. Yeah, he was part. He was part of this win. Yeah, he scored the first touchdown of the game, and he played really, really well. And he even made the catch when he got hurt. And he left the like, Browns. He was a factor. And he left the Browns in the same season. <laughs> I mean, it's it, lucky him. <laughs> I mean, he, he definitely. It is, it is heartbreaking that Odell got hurt, though, in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Especially, you know, he wanted it so bad. Yeah. And you could see it on his face. It, And I felt so bad for him because, you know, like I said before, he's one of my favorite players in the entire NFL. Yeah. But, I mean, it, it's a, it always sucks to see a good player get hurt. But it, it just sucks. I, I would. I hope he gets better. I hope he heals as quick as Cam Akers did with his 
torn Achilles he had. Yeah, and one thing that we have not talked about, though, is Matt Stafford's no-look pass to Cooper Cup on the game winning. Like, that's... He created the no-look pass. I want to say, all you Pat Mahomes lovers, no. No. Pat Mahomes learned the no-look pass from Matthew Stafford. Okay? Matthew Stafford is one of the best passers in the league, and no one gives him credit for it. And he created the no-look pass. Aaron Rodgers, um, Pat Mahomes, all these other top quarterbacks that do this no-look pass, Matthew Stafford created it, and y'all are just following in his footsteps. And, mm. I mean, he looked off He looked off the whole defense to get Cooper Cup yes. open. And, I mean, Cooper, so Cup, Cooper Cup's Holy open Cooper. anyways all the time. But even when he wasn't open in this one play, Matt Stafford was smart enough to look off the defense and literally – used his helmet and eyes to get the whole defense to go one way while Cooper Cup was like, oh, yeah, I'll just go this way. I'll find the little seam right here. The placement of the ball was perfect. Perfect. Like, you could tell him and Cooper Cup had, like, the best chemistry ever, and the timing was impeccable. Like, unreal throw. Unreal throw. I don't think he could have threw it perfect if he was staring down Cooper Cup. I don't think he could have made it any better pass than it was. It was perfect. Yeah. That was all talent, baby. Yeah, that was all talent. That was years of not having good receivers in Detroit, is what that is. <laughs> well, besides besides Megatron, now don't don't forget about that man. So, Detroit on, man. is the only city I know of that had two stars retire in their prop because they hated it so much. So, oh no, that be Barry Sanders and Megatron, man. They oh, said no, I'm out. So, but yeah, all right, something about Detroit. All right, guys. That's it for this week's episode, the the Super Bowl post game show. I enjoyed the Super Bowl. It was one of my favorite Super Bowls of all time, from start to finish. I think it was the best Super Bowl ever. But I'm Logan. That's Adrian. That's Jared. They look good. I wish you all could see how good they look. But that's it for us this week. Y'all have a good one. Later. Peace. Peace.